0: Hey, how you doing? Today on the podcast, the golden rule isn't good enough and better safe than sorry is a lie. Ready? Let's go. You know how you sometimes feel stuck? Like you're drifting through life, going through the motions? Then you're in the right place. Find your purpose. Live your passion. Let's go. The golden rule. Do unto others as you would like them to do unto you. I mean, the golden rule is awesome. If everyone lived by it, all our problems will be solved, right? Well, I mean, I love the Golden Rule, and if everyone followed it, we would surely be in a better, more joyful, more loving world. But there is a problem with it. I mean, think about it. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. But what if the other person isn't like you? I mean, what if I don't want to be treated the way you want to be treated? If we really want to serve people and help them, we need to go a step above the Golden Rule to the platinum rule. I was talking to a new friend the other day. He's looking to make some changes in his life and he wants to follow his passion and purpose. He wants that for his job, vocation, calling. He wants to love it, but he's not exactly sure what it is. So as we talked, he explained, you know, Greg, lots of friends have been trying to tell me what to do. And I think they mean well, but they've been saying things like this. Hey, you want to earn more money, right? I mean, you don't earn enough. I'm sure this person meant well. But he might as well have said, hey, dude, I think you're a loser. Another one said, you want the regular eight to five hours Monday through Friday. And another, you should start a network marketing business out of your house. That's what that you'll love that. Now, all these friends were assuming that what they want is what my friend wants. And they were all wrong. See, my friend isn't really interested in whether he makes more money or not at this. He thinks he's making plenty of money, and he really just wants to love what he does. He wants to feel called to do it. He's in that phase of his life. Now, I think everybody should be in that phase of their life all the time, but that's what I want. What do you want? If this resonates with you, I want you to have a free gift from me. It's my ebook, Five Steps to Finding Your Passion and Purpose. Get it at my website, gregorybnap.com The information's in the show notes. My friend also has some flexibility on what days and times he's willing to work. So he's not that concerned about eight to five. He also has zero interest in network marketing. I mean, zero. So his friends could actually help him a lot more if they followed the platinum rule. What's the platinum rule, you ask? Thank you. Love where your head's at. Tony Alessandro wrote a book about it, and it's focused on the other person. What does the other person desire and want and need? Here's what the platinum rule states. Treat others the way they want to be treated. Okay, that sounds great, Greg, but how do I know what someone else wants? Okay, here comes a really radical idea. Get ready. Get prepared. Ask them. What? Yeah, I know. Radical. Now, time to get even more radical. Once you ask them, truly listen to their answer. I love what Ernest Hemingway said. When people talk, listen completely. Most people never listen. Yeah, that's so good. And you know, when I was a mental health counselor, I think one of the biggest things I did for my clients was simply listen to them. I mean, really, truly listen, focused on them. The key is to truly listen. You want to make that person feel like they're the most important person to you in the world in that moment. And the way you do that is you really listen. I love what M. Scott Peck said about it. You cannot truly listen to anyone. And do anything else at the same time that's right no multitasking have you ever talked to somebody and while you're talking to them they're working on their computer or they're looking at their phone or they're checking their iWatch or whatever it is do you feel valued do you feel listened to i know i don't close the computer silence the phone put it away look them in the eye and listen to what they're saying and really hear it and then To let them know you heard it, summarize what they said and say that back to them and make sure that you really do understand it. Treat them in a way that lines up with what they want. Don't try to talk them into what you want for them or what you think is best. That shows them you weren't listening. Just take a second and imagine what using the platinum rule could do for your relationships with your spouse, your children, your friends, your coworkers, your clients. But, you know, I think we can actually go one step past the platinum rule. Let's really think about the other person and follow, I don't know, the diamond rule. Treat others the way they want to be treated and anticipate how they would want to be treated if they knew what you knew. Oh, man, now we're going deep. Okay, here's what I'm talking about. When Henry Ford, well, he didn't create the automobile, but when he mass produced the automobile, he notoriously said this. If I would have asked people what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. Yeah, see, because they didn't even know about the car. They couldn't conceive of that. It hadn't really been introduced well. Nobody thought they could own a car, too expensive, didn't even know what it was. Just give me a faster horse. No, no, no. He created the mass-produced vehicle that you could afford that was superior to the idea of getting another horse. So he gave them what they would want if they knew what he knew. It's the same thing Steve Jobs did when he kept giving us stuff we didn't even know existed and we didn't even know we wanted. So how do you anticipate what someone else would want? Well, I think you can start with the golden rule, move it to the platinum rule, then gather enough information to think about what they might want next and then ask them if your idea is something they would like. And if yes, help them get it. Okay, here's an example. I remember buying a new bicycle for my daughter. And I was checking out the cashier and she said to me, you know what? This bicycle is set to go on sale tomorrow. Would you like me to check with my manager and see if I can give you the sale price today? And I'm thinking to myself, "Self, is this a trick question? Is there a hidden camera? Am I gonna be on the gram with this? Of course I want the sales price that I didn't even know about, that I could get tomorrow, but I'm buying it today. See, the clerk was able to get me the sale price and man, I was a happy customer. And she did this by starting with gold and working through platinum into diamond. Do you think I'm more loyal to that business now? Yeah, yeah, I am. So here's some questions for you. How can you start using the platinum and diamond rules with your personal and business relationships? And when you've used them, what responses did you get? All right, I got one more for you today, and it's this. Better safe than sorry is a lie. I got an email. Greg. It sounds great to go after the life you want. And I love that you talk about that. I love the whole purpose thing and the passion. But haven't you ever heard the phrase better safe than sorry? I mean, what happens if I try this stuff and it doesn't work? You know what? I have heard that expression. In fact, I just read something about it in Bob Proctor's book called It's Not About the Money. And I do not believe in coincidences. So maybe it's time to talk about it. My emailer continued. I'm nervous about trying something new and leaving my safe, stable job where I know I have a steady income. Hey, I totally get where that guy's coming from. We were taught from an early age, the safe thing to do is to get a good job at a good company with a good salary, with a good healthcare plan, with a good sick leave and vacation policy. And when you get that, you just hold on tight and you don't let go. Yeah, I get it. And I always tell people that to decrease your risk, you should keep your day job while you begin working on your passion and purpose. Yeah, I get it. And I always tell people, decrease your risk, By keeping your day job while you start working on your passion or purpose, then you can transition to your new thing as it takes off. So with that in mind, here are the problems I have with this idea of better safe than sorry. Number one, it implies that if you play it safe, you'll never be sorry. Now ask yourself, is that true? See, I've gone the safe route a few times where I still regret it to this day. I'm sorry I played it safe because I missed out on some great stuff. And think about this. Do you know anyone on his deathbed who ever said this? You know, I didn't really enjoy my work. I never went after what I really wanted. Maybe I could have lived the extraordinary life of my dreams, but I am so glad I played it safe and it was better safe than sorry. No, nobody says that. Don't you want more than just a job you barely tolerate because you think you won't get fired? Playing it safe can be more risky than going for what you really want because you're stuck living a life you don't want. Who wants that? And number two, is any job really safe anymore? You remember the 2008 recession? I mean, most people think we're in a recession now, but just think back to the 2008 recession. The United States lost 8.7 million jobs during that. How many of the people who were let go thought their jobs were safe? I thought mine was, and I was wrong. How about you? But Greg? The recession's over, good jobs are safe again. Really? COVID, inflation, overspending, geopolitical problems around the world, artificial intelligence, another potential housing bubble. I'm just getting started. Do you think everyone who has a job has a safe job and they won't get fired no matter what happens? Hey, I'm not trying to be the Debbie Downer. I'm a glass is half full kind of guy, preferably beer, but I'm also realistic. You could lose your job today. There is no safe job anymore. Well, unless you work for the federal government, then you're more likely to die than be fired. True story. I'm not making that up. Look it up. So does it make sense to stay in a job you don't like or even hate because, well, I mean, better safe than sorry. See, I think it's safer to follow your passionate purpose because you'll enjoy your work more and you'll enjoy your life more right away. Because you love what you do, you'll keep getting better at it and improve your chances to generate more income regardless of what's happening with our economy. And, and this is the big one, you'll have fewer regrets. Here's some questions. Are you fulfilling your passion or purpose with your current job? Are you excited to get out of bed every morning? Do you know that your life counts and that you matter? Are you a success just because you're doing well financially, even if you don't like your job? Or does your success come from using the gifts you were born with to make the most of the purpose you were created for? Is it time to start working on your passion and purpose today and create a plan to transition away from your current safe job? I'll tell you this. There's one thing I don't want on my tombstone. At least he played it safe. Let's go. If this resonates with you, I want you to have a free gift from me. It's my ebook, Five Steps to Finding Your Passion and Purpose. Get it at my website, gregorybnap.com. The information's in the show notes.